0: Do you have a creative business but are struggling to get enough customers or clients to actually make enough money to enjoy your business? Come join me for a free live planning workshop where I will share the roadmap to get more leads and more profits in your business without running yourself to the ground. If you started this year with good intentions but are not getting the results you want and need, you really don't want to miss this free workshop. Now, there won't be a replay, so you must show up live to join the training. Register now at nataliewalton.com forward slash roadmap. That's nataliewalton.com forward slash roadmap. Everyone's style is different because we have all taken different journeys in life. Creating in your own truth is at the heart of knowing and expressing your style. Your style doesn't need to conform to any prevailing opinion or general consensus. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well being. As well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Imprint. I'm looking forward to sharing a slightly different kind of podcast with you today, a slightly different topic, a slightly different type of idea. And it's something that I've been observing and really noticing show up in interiors in the spaces that people are creating in their homes in the types of products that people are creating in the brands that are um you know the type of content that they're sharing on instagram i'm noticing it as well with interior designers and where their work is going and um and i wonder if you have noticed this too so I am kind of tentatively calling this um, episode "Is This the Age of Radical Beauty?" And I came across, across this idea of radical beauty not so long ago. I was um, I was actually looking at the Flamingo Estate website, and it talked about the idea of radical beauty. I came across them. I heard of them ages ago, and then. When I was teaching my free course, uh, Design and Grow, we had a bit of a chat at the end of one of the sessions when we were talking about email lists and and how you can create email lists and send out broadcasts that are you just you know those types of emails that you get, and you actually really look forward to them, and somebody said they really look forward to getting the emails from Flamingo estate. and so of course, I just had to go and have a look because i I actually really enjoy when somebody has put the time and effort into crafting. A really um, thoughtful email. And, you know, it can just be really inspiring. It can be that little element in your week where you really look forward to maybe not looking forward to it all week, but when you see it land in your inbox, you really look forward to opening it and reading it. And so I was very curious about that. And when I did a little bit of digging, because I love looking at, you know, what are um, different people out there, different creatives, how are they showing up? How are they. Talking about their products, how are they talking about themselves in relation to their products? How are they positioning themselves? I just, I love this stuff. I, I just find it really interesting because to me, business is a creative act. You know, entrepreneurship is a creative act. And I love it when creatives step into this realm because how can we show up and connect with people in a way that is true to who we are? But it is engaging and it also, though, ticks the boxes of, you know, you want to get people to get excited about your brand. You want to get people to get excited about your product or services. So I just, I really love looking to see who is doing what, you know, particularly leaders in the space and their approaches and their strategies. And I've just been percolating on this idea of radical beauty. And it's something that really excites me. And the reason that I think that this is the case is that as we all know, we live in a time where we are bombarded with images and it's in many ways, you know, just doing something, um, the, the old school way of doing things just doesn't cut through and it just doesn't resonate with people. And I feel like it's, really pushing people to dig deep and, and, you know, really get even more creative. Like how can we push the creative envelope with what we put out there? Because if we want it to stand out, if we want it to connect with people, then we really need to create images, create spaces that are really compelling, really exciting and enticing. And so I think that in many ways, this idea, like I said, that I'm kind of coining as the age of radical beauty, I think it is a, a response to the incredible amount of saturation that we have with images online. And I do think we have had a big period of um, you know, minimalism and simplicity in spaces. And that will always for me, I know definitely have a place in my heart because that is where I feel personally grounded. but I'm curious and I'm exploring this idea within myself of you know is this idea of radical beauty is this something that I want to embrace in my own interiors in my own work and it, yeah it's it's a really interesting question and I'll be I would love to hear from you for those of you who are listening to this um, you know send me um, a message on Instagram at Natalie Walton, send me a DM or maybe even put a comment in the comment section of this particular episode. And I think what is happening is that there is a bit of a movement away from white on white interiors. And I feel like people are craving more layers. They're craving more depth, craving more intimacy. And people are really wanting to express and also showcase their personalities in their spaces which i think is a good thing i mean i have always been about that about you know being that your home should represent who you are in a very you know in a very real and genuine way and i've also noticed that the um there's very much feels a movement that the past is coming into the present and moving into the future in terms of referencing different types of interior designers from the past. So I have noticed more and more, and I'm curious if you have too, that uh, people who are interior designers, particularly those who have quite large followings on um, social media, they are really trying to, and consciously or not, but I've noticed that there has been an amplification of separating themselves from the crowd in terms of showing their level of knowledge industry insights and expertise when it comes to you know knowing about the history of design knowing about designers of the past referencing slightly more obscure designers that haven't been referenced in more recent times i mean there was been a big movement over the past 3 to 5 years of you know, the Mario Bellini sofas from the 1970s and, and the kind of the whole Italian design movement from the 1970s has had a massive resurgence over the past couple of years. And you see, you would be familiar with that sofa that is everywhere. And, um, you know, people are, you know, the Bomboli as well. There is, there's a whole, there's like three or four sofas that have been used in many projects over the past few years. And I feel like now there is a bit of a movement. As much as you get, it's like a seesaw. You know, you get a heavy weight on a particular thing, and then it starts to tip the other way once that point reaches that saturation. And so now I'm hearing people reference interior designers such as Jean Michel Franck and um, designers from the 1930s and the 1940s. So it's really interesting to see this progression within the interior design world, how there's this movement away from white on white towards this depth and warmth within spaces and really noticing dark woods, deep colors. And really, I think it's interesting to ask yourself if you are working in the world of interiors, what is going to set your work apart? and if you know any of you who have listened to this podcast for some time you will know i am not into trends i am not into doing something because other people are doing something however i do think they get a cultural zeitgeist and a sort of a tipping point where we reach saturation of a particular aesthetic we reach saturation of a particular look and we start to move away from that and There are always outliers and there are always early adapters who will start to embrace a slightly different take on an aesthetic. They will start to embrace a slightly different look. And I'm really noticing this at the moment. And it's funny because it's, it's hard to know. It can all be wrapped up so much because I know for myself, if any of you follow me on Instagram, you will notice that I haven't shared really any photos of my own home, um, probably for a couple of months now. And I'm just, (laughs) I'm just really feeling very over my own home, which is a very strange kind of thing to say. And, um, I think because when I, I, you know, I designed the studio on my property and that was a step towards embracing Cadillac on the wall. So really getting that texture on the wall, micro cement on the floors, Having uh, darker co- colors with the cushions and some of the textiles, embracing timber and uh, Tasmanian oak timber on the cabinetry, whereas everything in the main house is basically painted white because I just wanted a blank canvas to work out what my next steps were going to be. And then when I started to design the space, um, we call it HQ for imprint house, um, that again was really going down that path. And I then embrace cork in the upstairs um, office. I then used um, paint on the front doors, um, this beautiful, deep, rich brown color, and also used um, paint on the uh, mezzanine area, painting both the walls and the ceiling, a sort of warm color. And again, the, um, the office is very warm and sort of got layers of depth and texture. And that has been something that I've been craving within spaces. And I do think that what is happening in the world, what is happening in the economy, these things are so often tied to changes in technology and changes in the way that we want to create our spaces. And I don't think that that is a bad thing. However, I do think it's important to always come back to what is going to make you feel good in your home. And I, I was curious to see, you know, what I had written. I was like, what, you know, what was my take on this when I was writing style? Because that is really the foundation um, for so much of what I believe about design. And as I've said, I am not into trends at all, but I wrote this and I thought it might be um, worth sharing. Everyone's style is different because we have all taken different journeys in life. Creating in your own truth is at the heart of knowing and expressing your style. Your style doesn't need to conform to any prevailing opinion or general consensus. So I guess this is my encouragement for you. I think that if you want to step into this new age of darker colors, deeper woods, more texture, more intimacy and personality in spaces, then that is completely fine but my encouragement would always to be to do it through the own through your own lens of your lived experience to do it through the the filter and the prism of your story your journey your values and when you do it in that way that's when i feel you create spaces that are truly authentic to who you are and what is most important to you And I do also think it is really important that when you create spaces, whatever type of space that you create, that you always acknowledge your location within your designs. For me, I'm living on a country property in the hills above Byron Bay, and it is not going to make sense for me to put dark timber paneling um, on the walls. I mean, when I say that the the walls were actually dark timber paneling, but it was more that ship-like style timber paneling as opposed to, you know, veneer or that art deco look where you get sort of whole rooms filled with panelling. So it is not going to make sense to me to embrace that. However, I am now, I can feel it in in myself and it's an exciting feeling. I can feel it within myself that I've got new ideas percolating for this home. What is going to be the next iteration for it? and um, really wanting to embrace some new pieces in the space. And this is a thing that I love about decorating. I love about styling is that you can transform your spaces um, through your choice of objects and you don't have to necessarily make structural changes, but you can really amplify the mood or you can do very simple things such as changing the paint colors. Such as changing your furniture or furnishings. And it's also not necessarily about going out and spending a whole heap of money. I mean, I'm actually really curious to start exploring vintage furniture. It's something that I wanted to do for a long time and I just haven't had the capacity because I've been so busy on other projects, but I feel like I'm ready to start exploring some new pieces within my space. So, anyway, I just wanted to share this, like I said, and I want to also share. That there are three types of style for any of you who have taken my style quiz, um, you will be familiar with this. I think I've discussed this on the podcast previously, but when it comes to style, I always, um, you know, want to acknowledge that I think that people often get mixed up with when they're talking about style, your personal style is very different to a decorating style or a decorative style. So art deco or modern farmhouse is not your personal style. That is a style that is rooted in a particular period. It is rooted in a particular design aesthetic. Um, There are certain signatures that are related to that particular style. And that is a particular look. Now, when it comes to creating your own home, you can embrace some elements of a decorating style. But my encouragement is always, that you also inject your own personal style. And this is what reflects you. This is generally your personal interior style reflects who you are today and the choices that you're currently making in your home. Often it's quite instinctual rather than being necessarily super intentional. And it can involve, you know, include past versions of of yourself, sometimes versions of yourself that are time to let go. And there sometimes are those comfortable choices. And I feel like that's what where I'm at right now is that I have in my home some choices that are very comfortable. But I, as a creative, you know, I want to stretch myself. I want to push myself. I want to explore my creativity. And I've always said, you know, that our homes are our, our laboratories. They are such a great place to explore our creativity. So what I always encourage people to do who, really want to take their their work particularly if you're an interior designer is that you really want to embrace your signature style and this is where who you are meets where you want to go it's about being really intentional about your next best move and embracing you know your past and where you've been but connect continuing to connect that to how you want to express yourself and evolve and we all know a signature style when we see when we see one, it's something that is very unique to a particular person. You can instantly spot their work and it's very, and you can see also as it progresses over the year, years, you can see that visual thread that shows up throughout the spaces. I always feel that Kelly Worsley is a really great example of this. You can see how, you know, she's worked on so many different types of projects from beach houses, um, you know, city hotels, all different types of things. And you can always see her signature style in her spaces. You can always see what is true to her and those visual threads. And so anyway, if you are interested in exploring more about what your personal interior style is and also how to start thinking about your signature style, um, feel free. You can go and check out. I've still got um, the style quiz on my website. I will put a link in the show notes And it is nataliewalton.com forward slash style quiz. You might want to go and explore that. So like I said, this episode has been a little bit different. It's just something that I'm I'm feeling, I'm seeing, I'm curious if you are, if this interests you to explore more about um, how we create our spaces, what the impact of, you know, what's happening in the world of design in general and how you can start thinking about, how you can apply that to your own home, to your own projects. And if you feel excited about um, this new idea of creating radical beauty in your home, does that inspire you? I would love to know. So please leave me a DM on Instagram or you can put a comment in the show notes um, or, you know, on the podcast. And as always, love to connect with you and hear more from you. So thank you so much for joining me today. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast and I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint.